RadioInfluence.com. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Hey folks, episode number 19 of the MJ Morning Show podcast as we continue to socially distance here. And because we're connected through Skype, we're on video. Fester took a picture of my hair. Are you that fascinated with my my poof going on now? I'm a month late in getting a haircut because of this whole coronavirus thing. And I'm not going to let Michelle cut my hair. I'm not going to do it myself and mangle it up good. So what, are you going to take pictures of me and now distribute them all over the place or what? M- MJ, first of all, I've heard hundreds of jokes over the years about your hair. And let me tell you, they are all true because I've never seen your hair this out of control. <laughs> Your poof is it has a life of its own at this point. And I can't I'm taking a video of it right now because Seriously. I can't stop. I want to I want to save this. Shave it off. Just shave it off. By the time you're ready to go out, it'll be another three, four weeks to grow back. I'm not gonna shave my hair off, but you know, maybe oh. maybe I ought to tweet this picture out. So what well I also have I have no product in my hair because if I'm not leaving the house. I'm also not putting hair gel in my hair as well. So it's really out of control because my hair is too long. Before this whole corona crap started, I was already like a month plus late getting a haircut. So now we're another month in. I have no hair gel product in my hair, so it's out of freaking control. Don't lie. You only use natural juices and berries in that hair, don't you? (laughs) You know what? That would be $8. (laughs) Before we jump into the meat of the MJ Morning Show podcast, I thought that during these coronavirus times, I'd start off with some comedy and play a couple of classic crotchety calls. And Fester's like giving me an eyeball. Two? A couple? Yeah, because it's part one and part two. And it's the famous carpet crotchety call. And part one. Yeah. Part one. We call the carpet shop, and I give this guy a hard time. And then months later, I called him back for another <laughs> round. So that's why it's part one and part two. And some of the details I remember, this was in the Washington, D.C. area. I couldn't remember if it was Washington, D.C. proper or if it was Maryland or Northern Virginia. But this was absolutely in the Washington, D.C. area. Here we go. Classic crotchety, the carpet call number one. Good afternoon, carpet. No, thank God you've answered. Let me speak to the idiot that sold me this carpet. Who is this carpet? What? You want to talk with who? The imbecile that sold me my carpet. I have carpet. I've got a defect. You put it in, I want it fixed in an hour. What's your name, please? Fludge Cow. F-L-U-D-G-E-C-O-W. First name is Milton. Uh-huh. And it's all defective now. I think there's a manufacturer's defect, probably even a recall on the books. My kid Chauncey was playing with silly putty and jammed it in the carpet and it won't come out. Yeah, that should be like that, sir. What? Give me your name and number and your address. My name is Fludge Cow. Fludge Tar? No, Fludge Cow. F-L-U-D-G-E-C-O-W. Uh-huh. Repeat that to me, please. I couldn't write it. Why not? 
Because you are talking too fast, sir. Could you speak slowly, please? Yes, I can. Slowly. F. Uh-huh. L. U. Uh-huh. D. Uh-huh. G. G. E. E. C. C. is your invoice number what invoice number i don't know i discarded that long ago i got a defect i want to replace immediately it doesn't work like that i have to have your invoice number my invoice number is four four i don't have such invoice numbers well i don't know my invoice number all i'm telling you is i have a lifetime guarantee on my carpet no we don't have such a thing sir oh yes you do no we don't oh yes you do no sir we don't no you do Hello? Yes, I think we accidentally got disconnected. My kid was playing with Silly Putty. It's like a clay, a toy, and it's, uh -huh. all, it's all smashed up in the carpet. It's all pushed and ground and bashed in the carpet, and I can't get it out. So I went and I got some hedge clippers, and I cut the putty out of the carpet, and now I've got bald spots and burlap showing, and I want you to come out and replace it all under warranty. There is no such a warranty for that kind of a thing. What? There is no what, what. Don't call us anymore. Are you the bald idiot that sold me the carpet? Get the hell out of here. Carpet. Yes, I think we were accidentally disconnected. No, you, it, it wasn't accidentally. I caught my purpose and don't call damn it, okay? Carpet. May I help you, please? Let me speak to Flappy. Huh? Let me speak to Flappy. That was my salesman. We don't have Flappy here. You bought your carpet probably from carpet. No, from Flappy at your place. No, we don't have such a place here. Yes, Flappy. He's the manager. No, he doesn't. Flappy doesn't work here. You're a liar. Flappy runs that place. <laughs> no, Flappy doesn't work here. I want to speak to Flappy. Flappy doesn't work here. Leave me alone, you damn it, okay? <laughs> Flappy doesn't work here. Uh, let me speak to Flappy. Oh, uh, guys, that was that was one of my that was one of my favorites. So that was just batch number one. That's and I'm I called him back multiple times in call number one because he kept hanging up. People repeat that to me all the time, even to this day. Flappy doesn't work here. So that was the first batch of calls, and then months later, I'm like, you know what? Let me call back and see if this guy's still around and give him another <laughs> dose of Milton Fludge Cow. By the way, my invoice was four. <laughs> What's your invoice? Four. All right. So then months, I think it was like six months later at least, I call the guy back, and this is the second batch to the carpet store in Northern Virginia, I believe. Good afternoon, carpet Oh, thank God you've answered. Is this the carpet? God, 
stop it and don't call me, you bastard. I'm sick and tired of you. Do you remember me? Yes, I do remember you. I shut up and don't call me anymore. It's been months since we last spoke. Yes, that is enough. Don't call me. Uh, how did you know it was You're me? Crazy man. A few months back, we spoke because my son Chauncey smashed silly putty into the carpet. Yeah, I, it's not my responsibility. Don't call me anymore, okay? I want to have another line. Well, listen, do you... Hello? Hello? Good afternoon, Carp. Yes, let me speak to that guy that was yelling at me. Hold on, please. Thank you. Yes. Yes, you were very rude to me again. I thought maybe after four or five months you'd calm down and quit yelling at me. Yeah, still I will yell at you. After we last spoke and you rejected my claim on my carpet, I had a nervous breakdown and I just got out of the mental home. Uh, I had a lobotomy. Okay. To calm down my cravings, to maim and stab and be all angry and everything. Don't call me. Good afternoon, Carp. Yes, let me speak to the other guy again real quick. You can speak to him, sir. If you call one more time... I'm going to give you two cups. What? I'm going to sue you, my friend. This is a business. I know. You cannot, you cannot call us, okay? I if want you to... call one more time, I am going to sue you for harassment. Let me talk to the other guy. You cannot talk to other guy, sir. I want, I want a job. Huh? I want to sell carpet. I'm, I'm starting today. I'm coming down to fill out the application. Okay, come on, get the application. All right. Hello? Crazy guy. Now, let me speak to Flappy. Don't call anymore. And don't call anymore. I'm sick and tired, okay? All right, so that was the second batch of calls. I, I guess I said in the call, it might have been four or five months later, whatever. Flappy doesn't work here. I will sue you. I wonder where those guys are today, Fester. You think they're probably still- deported? <laughs> I tried to say we, we got a dog. Horses. We got a new dog yeah. like nine months ago, and I tried to name uh, my everybody you know in the family gets to choose their name, and mine was Flappy. <laughs> I wanted to name her Flappy so bad. <laughs> Nobody else went with oh. it, but it was because of this call. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody in the family remember? Well, the kids aren't going to remember. But no. Did Kim remember Flappy? Did you explain that to your kids what Flappy was? No, I didn't. It was just one of those, you know, my kids said, how about, you know, Thomas, you know, stupid names. And I said, I think this dog, you know what? Looking at this dog, it looks like a Flappy to me. How about Flappy? (laughs) Everybody's like, that name sucks. (laughs) But you remembered Flappy from the carpet calls, right? Of course. Of course. That's that's the only reason. Where else would I come up with Flappy? I'm just checking. Just checking. Hey, folks, remember you can contact us. There are numerous ways to contact the MJ Morning Show during the lockdown and everything changing and people working from home. And uh, do us a favor. Great time to introduce everyone you know to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Of course, we're recording this on Monday night. April 13th, this is going to drop early Tuesday morning on what should have been, oh no, I was going to say tax day. Tax day wouldn't be till Wednesday. This is going to drop on Tuesday morning, April 14th. Speaking of taxes though, can you believe that we don't have to file taxes now until July 15th? This is the first year since like 2008 I actually did my taxes on time. I did them before the coronavirus, like 
like February 1st. I was in the guy's office. We knocked it out. I sent in for the refund. And now we have all this time. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line is tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back. Froggy Fester and, and uh, me, we... Uh, launched the MJ Morning Show podcast back in October. We started doing them every two weeks, and then we moved to doing new episodes every single week. So you could do us a huge favor and let everybody you know know that the MJ Morning Show is back. If you could spread the word on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, phone calls, email, I mean, wherever, just let everyone know that the MJ Morning Show is back. And the best place to see all the episodes listed and to see all the platforms in which you can listen, download, subscribe, go to MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com. And getting a hold of us, very easy. You can email the show, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's the email address, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. And, of course, we have the MJ Morning Show hotline. You can call, leave voicemail. Might use it on the podcast. Uh, you could also leave us a text message and the number for the hotline, voice or text, 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. Oh, and if anyone wants their driveway pressure washed, you can email and you could call that number because Fester's now in the pressure washing business. <laughs> no, I'm not. That is exceptionally hard work. But a lot of people thought I was. Right, what happened here? Are you here? kidding me? Pressure yeah. washing's hard work. It's like coloring. <laughs> it's as hard as coloring. It's remarkably satisfying. I won't lie. But I was, I was whipped after a solid day of it. So I'm at home. I mean, I'm running out of things to do. You know, so I'm doing things that I would normally not do around the house or certainly be in no rush to do. And I borrow my neighbor Terry's pressure washer. And I start pressure washing my driveway and my sidewalk in front of the house. Now, Fester, knowing you, does Terry know that you borrowed the pressure washer? No, he knows. He okay. knows. Right. He knows because he. I saw him like the week before doing his dri driveway and sidewalk, and he's like, "I was like, hey, it looks pretty good." And he's like, "Yeah, yours looks like crap." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure does." And so he let me borrow. He's a great guy, and. Uh, I have it. I'm sitting there with the, the round head that gets like a big, big swath of Ew. stuck on algae up off of the sidewalk. And I'm out there for probably, I don't know, three or four hours. And I have a bandana on. I have sunglasses on. I have a, <laughs> like a straw hat on. I'm working out in the sun. And like two people, neighbors who I've never met in my community kind of just pull up over the side of the road and be like, hey, buddy, uh, you're looking for another job? You could, uh, My house is around the corner. I live in the blue house. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm really not interested, right? So two people come and go and they pass. And then a third car <laughs> yeah. pulls up. Third oh car pulls God. up. And, and, and uh, uh, another neighbor who I, I, I don't know, didn't recognize, but she comes up and she's like, pardon, uh, uh, pardon, uh, senor. <laughs> Uh, yo, pressure washer, mi casa. And, and I'm like, whoa, 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 lady, lady, listen, I live here. I'm not going to pressure washers. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You, th I thought you were, a I was like, I know what you thought. You know what she should have said to you? She should have said to you, hola, hombre gordo y malo liente, 
Quiero que presionas lavar mi casa. Oh my God. I recognize fat. Yeah, I recognize Gordo because that was my nickname in middle school. If, if my Spanish is even remotely close, I think I said, hey, fat, smelly man, I want, I want you to pressure wash my house. Fester, you missed out on a magical opportunity to start a YouTube channel, Driveway Wieners, okay? You could have gone to all these people's houses and said, oh, yeah, yes, I, I, I pressure wash your driveway, and you act like you're foreign. And then first thing you do, you pressure wash a big wiener in their driveway. <laughs> right. like a, I'm talking about a big one, okay, right. where you add the hairs and everything. All right, stop, Froggy, come on. And then you go, oh, no. Pressure washer broke, and the pressure washer always breaks after you pressure wash the wiener. That's a YouTube channel right there. Am I wrong? So yeah, that's pretty funny. Come on, MJ. Would that be illegal? Let's say let's say Froggy and I get a generator, or and a pressure washer, and we go down to City Hall like at like two a.m. and we pressure wash a wiener outside of City Hall. Could they? Could they'll get us on video. But are we breaking a law by pressure washing the city sidewalk? It'd probably be like disturbing the peace or or doing some disturbing abs- the penis. <laughs> disturbing the penis. Or, 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 or I don't know, some kind of vandalism of even though it's not permanent, it maybe be some type of vandalism of sorts. How funny would oh, it be, Frog, nice. if we started trolling town like at two AM and just put wieners all over town in the pressure way? Can't get it out in front of businesses. I had an idea of- to market. What if we market the podcast and we get masks, okay? Hey, Froggy, do me, hold on. Froggy, Froggy, do me a favor. I, I know that we're not in the studio. Typically, we're on Skype. Move your microphone closer to your mouth. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you do the whole podcast? Yeah, do the whole podcast. I think we should really You sound like McDonald's drive through now. Can you say, Welcome to McDonald's? Can I take your order, please? Yeah, I'd like a McChicken and an uh, eight pack of nuggets and, uh, and a diet soda. Because I'm watching my weight. Oh, I forgot what I was saying, but it doesn't whatever. Matter. Is it- <laughs> All right, Frog, move the mic just a little closer to your mouth. And listen, can you get a real microphone like Fester? Fester's got this blue USB mic. Can you please, I asked you weeks ago while we're locked down in coronavirus land here, to order a, a microphone. It's like 50 bucks. I mean, can you please order a real microphone? Here's the thing. His microphone uh cost probably forty dollars okay it looks like the abdominables man snowman's penis look at it <laughs> which okay. is why i love talking into it so much and this microphone came highly highly recommended from some high level podcasters formerly yeah he got that from he got the, he was recommended that from a pedophile first of all <laughs> second of all let me say that my headset and microphone cost two hundred and fifty dollars and sounds okay? like crap. So where am I? Where what? What's what's wrong here? What's wrong with the picture? Oh, Fester's microphone sounds more like a studio mic, and you sound like you're on some kind of cheap drive-through mic. All right, let me try to fix it. Hang on, just a little closer to your mouth, maybe. 
Don't swallow it. Stop. Come on. We already did that gag. Let's let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. Hey, how's the lockdown going? Are you guys driving each other nuts? Fester, Froggy, whoever wants to go first. You go ahead, Froggy. Tell me, tell, first, you start well, with how much your wife hates you, and then I will tell how much my wife hates me. Well, let me first say that I saw my wife's toes for the first time without toenail polish, and I might sign up for a divorce. Just saying. For the first time in years, she wasn't able to go get a... a uh, her toes painted. It's a, called a pedicure or whatever. Well, they look like eagle's claws at this point. <laughs> That's great. So now you're announcing to everyone that your wife Kim's toenails look like eagle claws. That's fantastic. She's going to love it. Looks like she can hang upside down from a tree and catch us some dinner. Hey, Number did, two. Did is Kim, hold on. Hold on. Did Kim ever get that toe fixed? The magical bent toe? No. Yeah. It's like MJ, if you've never seen Kim's feet, she has four facing forward, and I think it's like the middle one or the fourth one in, it's like at 11 o'clock. Yeah, it magically bent. But number two is I find that letting your kids play Grand Theft Auto 5 distracts them enough so you can get work done. So as I'm working here, my son Luke is murdering people on Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> And I find it that it distracts him well enough that I can get work done. Are your kids doing school learning? Is, are they doing the long distance internet learning? Yeah, they're doing that crap, but I, I'm not doing it. I, you know, my Kim does that. Right. I and, can't be uh, responsible for that stuff. And oh, Fester, no, no, no. Fester, I'm, I'm head educator in my house, and it sucks. Every day there's a Zoom call with a teacher, but these stupid spelling words, she doesn't understand how to. Oh, the word is corn. Oh, and then, and then we have to do a book report. We have to do a report on a state, 50 states. My daughter picks the most boring ass state to do her stupid report on Kansas. Right. Oh, oh. well, if you can do is like Dorothy, you're, you're not it... in Kansas anymore. You can do like yeah. tornadoes and Wizard of Oz or something. It's the only good thing about Kansas is tornadoes. If you think about it, as all this is going on, what one business has come out on top? What one business has been, oh, we got to go to this business so we can make this work. Uh, well, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking Yeah, hand sanitizers, uh, N95 masks. I mean, those are the things. Yeah. Internet porn. Zoom. <laughs> oh, Zoom. Zoom. But wait a minute. Zoom had a bunch of school systems kick them out because their security wasn't tight enough. And there were instances of like these sick bastards that were hacking into classroom Zoom sessions and shouting obscenities and racial epithets and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, you think that's funny? <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, okay. What, what they're doing is not funny. The concept of hacking into Zoom calls is very funny. Do you guys remember the Jason Biggs interview we did? Yes. Jason Biggs was the a actor on uh, the American Pie. American movies. Pie, yeah, yeah. And he's dead now, unfortunately. No, no he's he not. Is he? No, he's not dead. No, he's not. No. So, Jason Biggs is the kind of actor celebrity that at the time MJ had no interest in waiting two hours after the show to interview. So he let me interview him. He fester stuck around to interview Jason Biggs. 
So he was on like a, a phone call where radio stations would come in and come off and disconnect. And we never hung up. And we sat with Jason Biggs through like three more morning show interviews. <laughs> and I'm just there in the background. Jason, Jason, Jason. this is Satan. <laughs> and he's like, hello, what? Huh? And he, <laughs> That's right. Ruining every other morning show interview for the next 20 minutes. I remember that. And then we played those on the air. <laughs> all of, we recorded all of them. We played the other interviews where Fester was just the voice that nobody knew where the hell it was coming from, <laughs> ruining all of these other interviews. <laughs> it was funny. Hey, Michelle just walked in. Hey, Michelle, Froggy was just saying that Kim's toenails look like eagle's talons now because she hasn't had a pedicure. Your thoughts on this? I clipped my toenails. Nice. God. Michelle, what's the story? What are your thoughts? I mean, you can't get your nails done, your your hands, you can't get your, your toes done, you can't go to a salon. Uh, Fester took a picture of me on the, the Skype video screen here because my hair's too long and it's all poofed up here and I, I didn't put any product in my hair, so I, I look like maniacal. I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you look very <laughs> poofy, that's for sure. While we're recording the podcast, MJ, Froggy was rolling video. He has a video on Facebook right now over a minute long of just your hair bouncing around as you're talking. <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> Don't tell him. Live idiot. action hair. Don't publish this. Don't put this out on the internet. Knock it off. I mean, look at that thing. It is like, okay. I see three levels of curly poofness here. Michelle, does it look crazy right now? It does, um, does it? No. Michelle, I mean, come on. It's 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 like I ate a gallon of cottage cheese and then threw it up. Just, oh, stop. Just, just, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's pretty close. It doesn't look like that. It looks like the bird. A bird last year made a nest on the light on the front of my house. And it was a beautiful nest. There's three little birds, and it was a very poofy nest. And uh, and it reminds me of your hair, the nest. <laughs> All right, Fester, what was the question you had for me? All right, so COVID 19s everywhere. You yeah. know, and most folks are sitting at home, and of course, we're online. I saw a picture online, MJ, and I thought of you instantly. Has nothing to do with your hair. Uh, a woman <laughs> was walking around a supermarket, and I don't know where this was. I just saw it online. With an entire scuba setup on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen people with masks and those N95 masks and those just, just face coverings. I wore a bandana when I went to Walmart the other day, but this lady had a legit scuba tank getup on. That was me. I've seen that. And I think it was a guy, and I think it's at a Whole Foods somewhere. Your question is would that be effective against COVID 19? Is that it? Is that even close to something that would be appropriate for this? You know, I got to be honest. Uh, I did see the picture and somebody with an actual scuba mask and that encompasses your nose, your eyes. And then if you had a regulator in your mouth hooked up to a, a scuba tank, it looked like a, a 3000 PSI aluminum scuba tank. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, that would be a completely sealed system. Your eyes are sealed. Your nose is sealed. Your mouth is sealed. Yeah, you know, to be quite honest, that would be an effective way, yes, to keep COVID-19. I don't think it's the most comfortable thing to walk around Whole Foods <laughs> shopping in that outfit. I also noticed in the photo that 
the individual was not wearing fins. Now, I'd be really impressed if they were walking around <laughs> with fins because that would be kind of difficult. Okay, so that's the scuba guy. I saw another picture. And not that you have any expertise in this area, yep. but a guy was in a full beekeeper's getup. <laughs> Would that work for COVID-19 protection? No, because no, that's a netting. Everything can get through that netting. It's not like having an N95 mask. A beekeeper's outfit, if I'm not mistaken, has like ping pong net mesh, right? I mean, the virus <laughs> can get right through there. Hold on, Michelle. The mesh is just tight enough to keep out bees. Yeah, Michelle. Well, I, I saw that picture of the person wearing their, like, Tyrannosaurus Rex costume through Target. Oh, yeah. Would that be effective? <laughs> I it saw, has the same netting, though, I think. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that one as well. How are the kids doing at Grandma's house in Virginia, Michelle? I think they're doing great. They're, you know, they're doing their distance learning and they're getting outside and, you Wait know, that's a minute. It. Wait, 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 wait. You yeah. guys don't have kids right now? We've been over this, Froggy. We have Froggy. no kids right now. We've talked about this already on the podcast. Uh, back on March 14th. Uh, oh, stoned. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. So, so the, the, the kids have been gone for a month already? Yeah, they have. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's a vacation. What do you, <laughs> you shouldn't be, why aren't you guys doing it right now? Well, because I'm doing because a, they've been gone a month. I've been doing a <laughs> podcast right now. So yeah, the kids we took them to Virginia. We're in Manhattan right now. Listen, we want to come back to Florida because we bounce back and forth between Florida and New York. We want to come back, but we can't because then we'd have to self quarantine for two weeks. So we're staying in New York. But after I got booted out of the New York studio at CBS on the west side at the CBS Broadcast Center because a bunch of employees came down with. With COVID-19, they evacuated CBS. They still aren't in. The CBS television network is operating remotely. That building is still closed down. The big, huge CBS broadcast center on West 57th Street in Manhattan, where I have a studio where I do schnitt when I'm up here. And we got booted out on the 11th, midway through my show. Word came down that uh, employees had tested positive. They were evacuating the building. And that we'd be back in the following Monday after it was uh, decontaminated. And then we've then like two more and then two more tested positive. And now it's like over a dozen, I think. And a woman actually died. It's I mean, it's terrible. And I don't know when the hell I'm going back in there. After I left and I set up this home studio at my house that weekend, I got booted out on Wednesday, March 11th. And then on Saturday, the 14th, we got in the car. We drove the kids and the dogs to Virginia. So that's where the kids have been at grandma's house since. An entire month, man. That's a long time. And they're going to be there for uh, probably another six weeks, probably till the end of May. Really? How tired are they of grandma and grandpa? I don't think, you know what? I don't think my parents pester them very much. So I think they're loving it, right? They feel like they're pretty... uh, they're like on a, they feel like they're in an apartment or something. They're sharing some space, you know? Like a vacation, huh? Must yeah. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Fester, do you want to talk about a, a classic old stunt that we did? And it's not Froggy 2. Have we explained Froggy 1 and Froggy 2? Did we? I don't think we ever did it on the show. I just kind of snuck it by and like nobody ever said anything. <laughs> they we call gotta- me more funny Froggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yet significantly less successful. I thought we'd talk about... Really? The, you think? Well, I thought yeah, we'd talk about, about the, the Gandhi Bridge stunt. And Froggy 1, that was Scott Langley. And Froggy 1 was with the show from nearly the beginning in 94. He might have joined us in late 94, 95. Uh, Froggy 
actually the first froggy didn't he predate you fester Yes, he did. When I got my internship at the radio station and Hurricane and Froggy interviewed me for my position, uh, uh, yeah, they were already there. Right. Hurricane and Froggy were already there. So then when did Froggy 1 leave? He went to Y100 in Miami. Is that where he went? Yeah, I think it was 2003. Yes, no. Yeah, it was 2003. 2002. <laughs> okay. It was the year after 2001. And it was at it was the year before two thousand and three, so it was two thousand and two. It might have been two thousand and four. <laughs> All right, so Froggy One leaves, and the name Froggy was so synonymous with the MJ Morning Show, and before that MJ and BJ, we had Froggy around, and it was a huge character. In all of the radio research that we did, the name Froggy and the Fro- Froggy character was huge. And I'm like, I can't give up the name Froggy. It's well, you could have. I, I mean, I could have, but, but it's gold. I, not, I, I didn't. You know. I didn't want to give up the name Froggy, so I just hired somebody else and named them Froggy. It was kind of like, wait a minute, wait, <laughs> you're making me sound like I'm. So, come on, man, I'm gonna smack you in your goddamn poopy head. <laughs> so <laughs> making me sound like I'm just some. Oh, I'm gonna bring him in, and I'm gonna call him Froggy. Now let's just wait a second here. Well, that's I what that's I, that's happened. what I did. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's exactly that's, how it happened. That's what happened. <laughs> and you know, you did a good job, Froggy 2. You're Froggy yeah. 2. And I never really explained to anybody. I don't think we ever talked on the air about Froggy 1 leaving. And then here comes a Froggy 2. Froggy 1 just disappeared. And then there was just kind of a timeout. And then here comes Froggy's back. And we didn't name him Froggy 2. We just said it was Froggy. I don't think anyone ever said anything to me. Hey, is that the same Froggy? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. When they realized how hilarious I was, they realized I was different, first then of they all. Knew something Second was of up. all, Fester said that Froggy 1 is more successful than me. I would like to know how many shelves he sold last year. How about that? None, because he doesn't have to. Oh. Yeah. Damn it. So I remember when the transition was happening and I sat with it. I went to MJ's office. He had that bird in the office. So it was me, MJ's bird and, and, and him. And we're, we're, we're sitting there talking. And I was like, MJ, you can't name this new guy froggy. You got to give this guy his own identity. And MJ looks at me and goes, no, I'm not, not absolutely not. Froggy is an iconic name. And I said, oh, you can't God. just take somebody and replace them and the same name. And MJ looks, he stands up and he looks at me and goes, they did it to Darren on Bewitched. <laughs> no, Jesus I, no, Christ. I didn't. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is what I'm working with? I just turned around and left the office. I didn't like, say, I yes, didn't say, did. did I really? Yes. Well, no, they, he actually said. They did it to Aunt Vivian on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> I said, this will never work. And you're like, yes, it will. They did it with Darren on Bewitched. And I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. All right. So, Fester, let's talk about the Gandhi Bridge stunt, which had Froggy 1 involved and even Froggy 1's father. Tell the story. This really almost got us in trouble. Remember Dave Reinhardt and management? They freaked the frig out over this. Yeah, I, I don't exactly know why they got so what, bent out of shape on what, it. What year was this? 99? It might have been 99. Yeah, BJ was still there. Tell the story of the Gandhi Bridge stunt. This, is, folks, is a classic. 
and I wish I had audio of this or images. I, I'm sure I have stuff put away somewhere. I just can't find it. It started in a really bad place because people were jumping off of different bridges in Tampa Bay. They would jump off of the Skyway yeah, Bridge. That was pretty much so, the one, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So we said, hey, let's jump off a bridge. But it won't, of course, it won't be the Skyway Bridge. Let's jump off the Gandhi Bridge right near the radio station. So Froggy and I went out there and we we measured it. We we dropped a measuring tape from the top of the bridge to try to figure out how how tall the drop was. I was actually there that day. I drove you guys there. I was the official driver back then. <laughs> no, you so, weren't. You weren't even yeah, there yet. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Froggy helped. You helped. Uh, Eric Tomlin was our promotions no, guy. No, 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 no. Froggy too wasn't even there yet. He no, was I in was an intern capacity as a syndication producer, you son of a bitch. Oh, oh you were there? I was working yes. behind the scenes. Oh, oh my, you, my job. That's how you met him because he was our syndication producer. Him oh, and okay. Guido and Fink and oh, all those guys. All right, I got you. All right. So Froggy was there, but he wasn't Froggy 2 yet. Gotcha. I no. know. The big shot doesn't remember. Big shot doesn't remember. <laughs> so Froggy's dad, Ellie, Ellie Langley, he had a boat. So we had the whole thing planned that I was going to drive up or be driven up to the top of the bridge, jump out, and then Froggy was going to be in the water with his dad, and they were going to pick me up, and we were going to drive back to shore. So this was in the middle of morning drive, like 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning on the Gandhi Bridge. You guys jumped off of the, which was it the eastbound that, coming from St. Pete back to Tampa? Yes. Right. Yeah, we were driving from St. Petersburg toward Tampa. Eric Tomlin was driving the Isuzu Trooper that we had <laughs> oh, for the God. radio station. Right. Mm, so, that smelled like mojo. Now, we never told anybody about this. Like, upper management did not know about this stunt, and that's why they freaked out after the fact. So, live on the air, Fester jumps off the Gandhi Bridge in the middle of morning drive into the water, live on the air, and did you have a cell phone in a bag? No, I had a cell phone that we had to sacrifice. Okay, all right. And we and, and, and BJ had an old, I don't know if they had a burner phone back then, but he had a phone that was, that he said, use this one. We dialed in on it and I jumped. To this day, that phone rests at the bottom of Tampa Bay. I jump into the water. Froggy is about 50 yards away, pulls up on the boat, throws me the rope. I'm too fat to climb into the boat. <laughs> I, Wait, didn't I, you almost bite your tongue off? I bit my tongue severely because you jump and you're, I tried to scream when I jumped. None of it was picked up on the, on the phone, but the impact of the water, I hit feet first, slammed my jaw shut. And I bit my tongue. I had a mouthful of blood. Now, now Fester, wait a minute. You were just hungry. Do you guys jump at the hump or did you jump at the flat part? I'm trying to remember. It was on the decline. It wasn't it the was flat the part. It was the lowest part of the bridge. No, it wasn't possible. the lowest part. It wasn't the lowest part, but it wasn't the tip top. That tip top was really scary. It was really high. But I jumped in. I had sneakers on. I had a. I had to go to a. a I had to go to a marine shop and order the fattest life preserver they had. And I bounced right back up, popped out of the water. Froggy pulls up in the boat, throws me the rope. I'm too fat to climb in. I couldn't get my big leg up on that little step, that one step in the water. So they had to pull me back to shore. God. 
Now, do you remember people called the police because the police got involved, the Marine Patrol or the whoever it was got involved, and then Dave Reinhardt freaked out. I mean, they, they went ballistic after that stunt. Dude, Listeners- Joe Mama Johnson grabbed me by the throat and said, give me the dat tape right now because I was there with you guys. Remember, it was on a dat, and you I said, Fester has it. it. And and we had to hand over the debt to Joe Mama because for like f- because it was illegal for some reason, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? So, no, only because they said it was. I mean, it's probably not by the letter of the law illegal. But what happened was listeners were only hearing that radio station was jumping off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> they called. We yeah. You know, we didn't tell them what bridge. We didn't tell them. Yeah, you know, a, a, some guy in a radio station is jumping off a bridge. They called the highway patrol. They called the the coast guard <laughs> station. They called. They called yeah. everybody. Yeah, and it, it it was a big deal in uh, a big headache for management. It was hysterical to us. You know, that's, why would you do that? MJ? That's probably why it didn't make its way onto a CD or a best of because they confiscated that tape. I don't think we ever saw that tape again. That's why never saw it again. Never saw it again. And, you know, to this day, you know, I couldn't, I, 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 now that we're talking about it, I'm putting it together. They must've got calls from every kind of authority. What the hell are you guys doing? You know, they, they call the radio station. They're not going to talk to the DJ. They're going to talk to the boss. Dave must've been blowing up. Well, if you think about so many calls in, in Tampa and says they're jumping from a bridge, the first thing you think of is the sunshine skyway. You know, they're going to kill themselves. Not the smallest bridge in Tampa, the Gandhi. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, do you remember? And they still have them to this day on top of the skyway bridge. They have distress. Phones. Yeah. They have the phone. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, at one time they were a very new novelty. So you send me up to the top of the skyway bridge. To test the phone, to talk to. The oh, person. that's right. See, we we did that as well. I forgot. Listen, folks, we did so much crap over the years. <laughs> I forgot ninety nine percent of what we did. I drive over the Skyway Bridge to Manatee County, making a U turn, coming back toward Pinellas County. I stop on the top of the bridge. I get out of my car and go walk toward the phone. On the other side, the the northbound or or southbound lanes. Oh, I remember uh, this. A state trooper. State trooper jumps over and he yells, don't jump. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not. I'm on the, I'm faster from the radio station. This poor officer just doing his job, racing up there, thinking he's saving a life. Thinking somebody's going to jump and commit suicide is just me. I just wanted to test the red phones. You're teaching me that to jump. There's going to be no more water left in the <laughs> You'll cause a tsunami. Hey, Froggy, you've got to get a better microphone for next week because Fester sounds fine. You, you sound like ass. And, you know, I don't know how long this coronavirus social distancing is going to work. Fester, can you please... Make sure that Froggy orders the same mic that you have for next week, please. It oh, also Greg, here comes we go. in black. Let me see. Let me do a mic test for you. Hang on a second. No, your mic is your mic is like cutting in and out. <laughs> all right. Fro- What's that? All right. 
Frank. Check one, two. Did that sound good? No, you're, First of all, I, I hope that wasn't real because now you're talking into that microphone, yeah. you disgusting fool. All right. Speaking of Froggy, let's whip out a classic Froggy call. Froggy, do you remember you were doing the Johnny Stankface character and you would call up people? What was that book? There was like a a talk radio magazine where oh radio talk interview but the rtir yeah rtir magazine and it was a magazine and like all kinds of experts and professionals or people trying to sell books or wanting notoriety they advertised in this book that was sent to radio stations all around the country so you could call up experts to interview them on like all these different topics so froggy gets a hold of this and decides he's going to call them up with these crank calls and in this case, it was Johnny Stankface. Froggy, describe the whole Johnny Stankface character, and you'd you'd call people up with this normal, meek voice, and then you'd become Johnny Stankface during the interview. Yeah, well, Johnny Stankface, it was simple. He was supposed to be a really aggressive shock jock on the air, but off the air, he was a very nice... So he would call up his, his interviewers and be like, hey, it's Johnny Stankface, just a... Uh, want to get prepared for our interview here and just want to talk. And then when he gets on the air, he's just a shock jock talking about tits and tsunamis. (laughs) Here here we go. It's Froggy doing Johnny Stankface, a morning show classic call. Here we go. Hello, this is Dr. speaking. Hi, um, Dr. Yes, this is she. Hi, hey, what's going on? It's Johnny. Um, I contacted you over email uh, a couple yeah, days yeah. ago. You remember yeah, me? Hi, Johnny. Sure I do. Hi, how you doing? Great, great, great. You're so nice. I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I know you're really busy. Oh, and, that's um, right. All right. Now, let me explain to you how this show works. Um, okay. Of course, my name is Johnny, and uh, this is my normal speaking voice. Now, when we start recording the interview, and I actually hit record, I'm going to turn into my character that I play on the air, which is named Johnny Stankface. Okay. All right. It's it's totally not who I am, but I'm sort of forced to do it. You know, I, I got to have a job, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's so true. do you not have a problem with uh, with going on the air with this and going along with the, uh, the shtick, we like to call it? Oh, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. You sound like a very lovely person, so I'm sure even, you know, <laughs> considering your on-air name, I'm sure it'll be fine. You remember my name just in case? Yes, I do. What is it? Stinker? St- stank face. Stank face. Stank face? Yes, stank. Johnny Stank face. Okay? Okay. All right, so uh, let's get started with the interview here. And, uh, and are we ready to record? Okay. All right, Johnny Stank face show coming down. Three, two, and... Yeah! All right, welcome back. Another edition of the most exciting, most shocking, most in-your-face radio show in all of America, the Johnny Stankface Show. Welcome, everybody. Starting off the show with a bang. We got a guest on the line. Aren't you there? I'm I'm here. What are you laughing at? Oh, my. <laughs> wow, you're kind of loud. Well, that's what we do here on the Johnny Stankface Show. We are loud. We are interactive. We are in your face. So tell me the name of your book. It's All right, let's stop this tape. Let's stop it for a second because it's recorded. Um, Hey, can I get you to stop giggling Um, okay. when I do my voice? Because you're sort of giggling and giving off like a weird... Like you don't like you're not falling for it. I don't really understand this. 
Well, when you called me, you sounded like a lovely person, and then you go into this... Well, that's his thing. He's supposed to be mean and in your face. So if you well, could just... you know, what's... I don't really understand what the point is. You know, I'm supposed to talk to you about this book, and... Well, the and point is my program director is making me do it, so... Why? But why are you getting mad at me? It's not my fault. I understand it's not your fault, but why can't you just take the initiative and take this serious matter that I called, you know, that we're supposed to be talking about on the air. Yeah, I know. Elderly abuse. I know. It's yes. Very... I mean, you know, you sound like a goofball and you're screaming and it sounds terrible. All right. All right. All right. Let me try it again. Okay. Let me try okay. to, let me try to back it up a little bit. <laughs> Elderly I, abuse. Um, see if it works out for you. And if not, you can just tell me, you know, I'm sort of new to this whole do a character thing. So I would okay. much rather be myself. Trust me. Well, yeah, because yourself is really nice. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Okay, so let's pick up with the interview again, and I'll just ask you to tell me a little bit about your book, okay? Okay. All right. Pick up okay. John Stink Face. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right, well, so if you could tell me a little bit about your book, uh, that would be awesome! Wait, wait, wait. You're doing it again. Why are you getting angry? I just need you to answer the question so we can get through the interview. How can I answer? I asked you a question. question doesn't even sound like a person who asks that question. But I told you that I'm doing a character, and you said you'd go along with it, and I just... Well, a character... Are you crying? <laughs> are you... You're really crying. Yeah, because I, I just... I don't want you to cry. I'm not But it's so difficult because... <laughs> I know. Should I... Should you put this person on... Does he make you do this all the time? I told him that we were doing an interview on... Nursing home abuse, and he said, "Did I have to do it as Johnny's snake face?" And I said, "It's not going to work." And he just... No, no. Well, you're right. It, it. But you know what? We're going to make it work. We're going to uh, make it work. Please because... let me just give it one more shot. I, I okay, swear. Give it one more shot, and just, just don't, don't scream. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Um. Okay. Three, two, one. <clears throat> All right, it is the Johnny Stank Face Show! No, 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 you can't do that. What? No. Johnny, Johnny, listen to me. This is ridiculous. I can't do this. <laughs> there it is, the Johnny Stank Face Show. Froggy, could you do the Johnny Stank Face voice again for us all? Yeah, that's right, I could do it. Let me just say one thing, okay? I love Scott Langley Froggy number one, but I don't remember him ever doing anything remotely close to that genius. How about it? Huh? All right. I'm going to go do some push-ups. All right. That sounds like Rob Ripple. Johnny Stankface sounded different than Rob Ripple. No, Johnny Stankface is like this. And Rob Ripple's like this. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, all right, all right, okay, okay. Right. Froggy, you got to get a better microphone for next week while we're still socially distanced because my mic sounds good, Fester's mic sounds decent, and yours sounds like ass. Anything else before we get out of here, Fester? Anything you want to add? That's it. Just stay the hell home, everybody. Oh, oh, speaking of that, last night the Hillsborough County curfew went into effect. You saw that, right? Yeah, like what, 9 o'clock, 9, 9, 9 o'clock at night to 5 a.m.? Yeah, so. Guess what, 9 5, I'm walking the streets. <laughs> so You've been walking the streets, Carol Baskin style. Last night uh, on Monday, the 12th of April, 9 p.m. until 5 a.m., a curfew went into effect in Hillsborough County. And then I also saw that the Pinellas County 
folks, they might consider reopening the beaches for like individual exercise, not for spring break or anything. Yeah, I don't understand all these closures. I mean, it's okay to go to Walmart where there's a thousand people jammed into this building, but you can't go on to a golf course or a park or a beach. So it's a little ridiculous. Or a buffet. Oh, I wish I could go to a buffet. <laughs> I thought of, well, you know what? Both of you guys are capable of this. Before we get out of here, you know, speaking of COVID-19, coronavirus, have you heard about the Instacart tip baiters? Yeah, I, that's, that's low. That's low brow. That stuff. is. That is. Oh, even for Fester, even Fester's saying this is low brow. Hey, Froggy, do you know about Instacart tip baiting? No, but I'm all about anything that has to do with something baiting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Loud no, clear. tell me the story. So what's going on here? This is really bad is Instacart. That's the service. You have an app or you go online and then you order all your food items and then somebody will go to the supermarket and they'll pick up all of the items that you want. So they're doing the shopping for you and then they drop it off. And what's been going on here is there are numerous instances where the workers during COVID-19 are being lured in by big, huge tips. People are sending out their shopping order. They're saying, okay, a $50 tip for you to do the food shopping and then bring it back to my house, you know, with the Instacart deal. And I guess their program allows you then to change the tip. So here's a lady, a lady in Portland, Oregon, named uh, Annalisa Arambula. She says that she works for Instacart and in Portland, Oregon, that somebody promised her a $55 tip to do shopping. And once she did the shopping and dropped the stuff off, they reduced the tip to zero. <laughs> That's lowbrow, man. That's lowbrow. Here's what the thing. Rube. Here's the thing. They know where you live. Exactly. They know where you I mean, live. I how, go back to it, that person's house. And do damage. I mean, slash their tires, throw rocks through the windows, poop on their front porch. I mean, I'd, I'd bring <laughs> my pressure washer and draw wieners on their driveway. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, folks, don't do that. I mean, that is just so ridiculously low to do that to an Instacart driver. That's sad. The MJ Morning Show hotline, you can send a text message. You can leave a voicemail message. We might even use it on the show. 813-467-6290 is the number or text. 813-467-6290. You can email the show, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's MJ at mjmorningshow.com. Want to get texts, voicemails, send us your email, requests, things that you remember. What do you want us to talk about? Uh, You just want to say hello and please spread the word. All the folks in the Tampa Bay area and St. Louis, Missouri, Jacksonville, uh, Brevard County, Melbourne, spread the word that the MJ Morning Show is back. I mean, even if you have friends or relatives that never even listen to the MJ Morning Show, tell them to start checking out all our episodes from the beginning. This is some quality free entertainment, especially when you got plenty of time on your hands during this whole coronavirus BS. So mjmorningshow.com is the website, and that has all the ways to listen, all the platforms we're on, listen, download, subscribe, uh, all that crap. mjmorningshow.com for all of the episodes and all the ways to listen. Froggy, anything else? Yeah, I do. I want to say 
Hang on, say no, it. No. Say it. No. Say it. Say no. see ya, bitches. No, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ruined it. Alright, no candy. Your kid oh, is no candy for you. <laughs> Froggy, your kid is your kid Okay, good, okay, okay. See you, bitches. Jeez. <laughs> It would have been clear if you had a better microphone. All right, Fester, anything else before we get <laughs> out of here? That's it. I have nothing to compete with Luke cursing. All right, we'll see you next time, folks, on the MJ Morning Show podcast. The MJ Morning Show. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. NFL GMs and personnel types and I've been talking off the ledge because I'm sure you know by now we're going to have a virtual draft, which I admit a lot of things I've done in this league have never had a virtual draft. So this will be the first and I don't have to make a pick, but I still am involved with a lot of teams and are in communication and in a sense have virtual connection with a number of teams on draft uh, weekend. But this is going to be a little different for everybody making picks within the league in that you've got situations where executives are having IT people entering their home and trying to set up virtual connectivity with different folks that, you know, GM to a personnel director, to head coach, to coordinators, to coaches. It's quite a bit of unearthing of different areas that we've never experienced before. The most important person, and the first time I can ever say this, the most important person right now is the IT guy and the IT staff. And so getting that all together is very, very complex and nerve-wracking. It's the unknown. Your sense of normalcy, your comfort zone is inside the draft room where you've got everybody there. And then you've got a direct line to the league office where you make the pick. And now it's going to be different. And it'll look different on TV. You won't have the fanfare. There will be the open line, obviously, to the league to make your pick. But it's going to feel a lot different, and it's going to be a little nerve-wracking. The communication part is a little bit unnerving. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>